My name is Ty Wilson. I've been a musician for the better part of 20 years. Over that time, I have written, covered, and performed in almost every genre, from heavy metal to alt-rock to country music. I've met some amazing people along the way, and today, we're going to talk to one of them. This is Ty Wilson Talks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to podcast number six. Before we get started, I just have one announcement. Um, I have a show tonight. Uh, If you're listening to this, it'll be on Friday, August the 13th. Tonight in Roseneath at the fairgrounds, I am with uh, Ty Wilson and the River Spirits. We're going to play some awesome music there from 8 to 10 p.m., so I hope to see you there. Tickets are, I believe, $27.50. Um, now into the podcast, I talked to the amazingly talented singer, songwriter, entertainer, actress, S.J. Riley. Um, she's been making some waves here locally and otherwise the last little bit. Um, I think you'll enjoy the conversation. And without further ado, here she is, Miss S.J. Riley. Hey, how's it going? All right. Hey. What is going on? How's your day been? It's pretty good. I worked and then um, just kind of chilled. I had a bit of a nap, so I was just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's like never a good idea. And then I just drove my boyfriend to work. <laughs> I was going to say, that's always a good idea. I love my midday naps. They're the, uh, they're the best. <laughs> I love napping too, but it's just like. You feel like crap uh, afterwards. If it's, oh my God. Yeah. If For it's like, too long of a nap at least like, an hour yeah and then i finally come back to it <laughs> i think if you take like a 45 minute nap you're good like you won't have that groggy feeling but anything over an hour is like i'm dead it's uh, oh, don't, yeah. even, don't even wake me up I, ac- I know i accidentally did like an hour and a half two hour nap yeah. was, oh my god just too long <laughs> uh, yeah how was your day it was great i worked and got home and yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah. And I got a writing session after this. And, oh, nice. Who are you writing with? Uh, Matt Teed and Taylor Wilson. So yeah. the, the, the T. Wilson squared uh, duo and then Matt Teed. Lucky him. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> T. Yeah. Wilson, what is it? Yeah, Taylor Wilson and Ty Wilson. It works out. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So you're killing it lately. You are yeah. just killing it um how was the show last last weekend on friday oh my gosh it was so good um just that big of a stage and the crowd and just kind of coming back to everything and and getting going right say, what so. a way what a way to come out and and, and hey. get going right hey world <laughs> i know <laughs> that's it now did the honking as clapping mess with you or were people kind of out clapping or how, how did that all work yeah, people were out clapping. There was no, there was no honking. I didn't think, I didn't even hear one honk. Oh, so. good. Okay, I think it's that would like, like would have surprised me. Like it would have been an odd. Um, yeah, I was talking to the sound guy, um, Bill Porter, um, and he was saying that it was pretty cool, just being able to do that. So yeah. oh, like, and he's like with the honking. It was like it was different, but it was cool. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was talking to Jesse Slack um, last, and I think he played the weekend before you, right? And so 
he said there was some hawking there that it was kind of like it was a little jarring but at the same time it's like okay well i guess this is clapping in this scenario (laughs) yeah that would be totally bizarre yeah totally bizarre 100 percent. but i was glad i was glad it's kind of like a quote-unquote normal concert so yeah yeah and then uh, chad brownlee was after you right and yeah yeah he was he killed it yeah he was really good everybody really liked his show put on a good show so it was all in all it was fantastic it was a great time that's awesome yeah people said my sound was really good so it was really good well that's perfect um now so when did you start recording i know you're you're recording with treble cock uh in peterborough there so what brought you to them to like start recording and and how did that all come about because that's kind of where you've been spending a lot of your time correct oh yeah yeah i go to treble cock for sure um i started um well kind of backing it up a bit is i was first with um like this i joined a facebook group i met david um through a short film that he was doing audio on and actually he was kind of like producing a bit because someone came to him with a script and they were like i want to do this script um i don't know how to put this out so he put into the group that i literally had just joined maybe like a couple days before hey i need actors and i'm an actor as well right so i was like i'm an actor i'd like to join um, your project and then I met them and they were super cool they were amazing and then from there I knew he kind of had a studio um, and then I was like well I write songs and stuff I knew he was working on a project with somebody I was like have I have some songs for your project I don't know if you want to hear them he's like yeah of course I want to hear them being David being like so amazingly awesome and nice and then um, from there, um, I I was just like, well, I want I want to try this. So I went in the studio with whoever this is written to, and I sang him that song, and he was like, wow, I love that song. Uh, and then from there, he just kind of asked me, hey, do you want to do some recording? I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's a dream come true for me. So then uh, we started recording whoever this is written to kind of like mid-October. And it came out um, in February, the end of February, February 26th. So. Right. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And so you've just hit, I believe, no, no, sorry. Mansion of Broken Hearts just hit 20,000 views on YouTube. And then yep. um, did you release a video? I'm just trying to remember. Did you release a video from um Whoever this was written to, you did. Yeah, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sitting. I think it's sitting around the same. Nice. That's amazing. And yeah, now, I've been trying to promote, 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 promote. Right. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah, I was going to say you're very musicians. active online. That's which is yeah. kind of the key to this. Well, <laughs> a lot of this thing, right? Yeah, I've got my marketing diploma as well, and I'm really into kind of like the business side of things and mm-hmm. just kind of how all that works as well. I just did a video series with Mars Music about just kind of like some tips and tricks for musicians starting out, how to kind of break out online and stuff like that. So yeah, because it's it's such an important part of uh, being in the industry. Nowadays, mm-hmm. you almost have to you have to spend kind of like half of your time on the marketing business end, and then half of your time on the <laughs> music end, and I know. and uh, you know you can't just be long are the days of like being discovered at some club somewhere or something like that. Now it's like totally. no no no, you got to make yourself 
yeah. very much seen and heard online to it's like a piece of the puzzle it's a huge piece of the puzzle yeah Definitely. like and you think about getting yourself onto like playlists and networking and then maybe like booking festivals and if if you eventually want to like go tour and stuff like that so that is all marketing yourself so yeah i got yeah. my like epk together and uh yeah i'm gonna be sending that out to festivals and stuff hopefully book something for next summer amazing yeah i'm trying to get mine together now and i just i'm working on revamping my whole website and Mm -hmm. all of my web presence and it's like it's such a daunting task but i know it needs to be done so Eh. Yeah. <laughs> it's what? like put in the work let me know yeah all right i may have to, i may have to hit you up for that yeah totally totally i'm totally love helping other musicians out amazing so you started out you said you started in acting or music what kind of came first for you both musical theater musical there you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know right the combo of both um it's always i've always been in the musical theater since i was a kid and then when i was like a teenager i got into more like playing guitar and writing songs so i've been doing that for quite a while now and never really did anything with it in that sense and then yeah um i just when I met David, I was like, Hey, I've, I've always kind of done this. Uh, I'd like to kind of maybe explore more of a professional manner and just get myself out there. And yeah, that's kind of how it all, it's kind of crazy story. Remember. Yeah. It's kind of a crazy story. Right. And then did you like, were you doing any open mics or were you performing at all prior to like hooking up with David and that team or, or was it just no. like, no, no, just, no. just in your room <laughs> sitting there writing songs. Yeah. 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 Yep. Exactly. Well, that's super awesome then. It's it's all coming. Yeah. It's all coming around. uh, I mean, I guess the way it should. Yeah. It's been, it's been amazing. It's been a lot of fun. Now, who were some of your like biggest musical influences going back to maybe your childhood? What's like, um, you know, what are your, some of your like earliest memories of knowing that you wanted to make music or or that it was a huge passion of yours i know that uh, a lot of musicians can kind of almost pinpoint some of those times where like yes this was the standout moment that i was like yes this is what i want to do yeah for sure um i have always been like really into music my whole life my parents always had music going on the house was more or less classic rock and stuff like that obviously like being like a 10 year old girl I was into you know pop bands and stuff like that but as I got older like really into um classic rock a lot like Fleetwood Mac, Steely Dan things like that and then uh I do I sing jazz as well so with like my singing coach I sing a lot of jazz and so just with jazz and musical theater that really sets you up for a really good kind of like training with your voice right and then like for performing wise like i've always my parents have been taking me to concerts since i was maybe my first concert was like i was eight um so, and that was brian adams but then when i was 17 was yeah. yeah it was it was brian adams at the memorial center at the peterborough memorial center and do you remember any of it oh i remember i remember a lot of it because awesome. my my mom and her best friend like they love to like get to the front of the stage like that's like always their thing right so like we like they took me and we like get to the front of the stage 
Um, and then like, it was like Valentine's day and I had this like Valentine's ring on that I got from a cupcake and I just like, <laughs> kind of like held it up to him and he took it from me and he was like, will you be my Valentine? Oh my God. I, I was like, I was sold from that well, point. That, I was like, this adorable. is concerts. Oh my God. That is adorable. And then like when I was 17, I went to like a Genesis concert with my dad and his friends. Cause one friend couldn't go. So my dad was like, Hey, you want to come to a Genesis concert? And I was like, yeah, I love Genesis um and then after that concert i remember like my dad remembers like vividly and i remember this too i just looked at him and i was like dad this is what i want to do so <laughs> i've kind of just have that have had that woven into my life for pff, my whole life essentially yeah like i started musical theater when i was like six so and yeah. then so you've always just kind of been like you know felt at home on stage totally um, and yeah. wanted to wanted to be there i know some people it, it it can be a little bit daunting of an experience but it sounds like it was the opposite for you you were like it's the opposite yeah. yeah i love performing it's one of my favorite things to do i love entertaining of you know that energy transfer that you get from an audience i love it all so like on friday people were like were you nervous i was like actually i wasn't i was i felt so comfortable i felt at home so it was really good yeah, I can I can agree with you on that. I have so many that one of the questions that I'm asked the most, like when I'm performing or before I perform is like, are you not nervous up there? Like, do you not feel weird? And it's like, I, I am up home, or I'm at home when I'm on the stage. <laughs> that's where I feel the least amount of nervous. It's like when I'm off stage, that's when I'm, that's when I get my anxiety around people. Where's the stage? I need to perform. Yeah, exactly. Like I can go into my own little world while I'm up there. And, and uh, even though there's a bunch of people watching me, uh, it's still like, a lot of it is is kind of internal whereas uh yeah it's, it's it's so much more different to you know if i'm in a big crowd or something like that or like at a party it's it's you know that's when i'm like you know a little bit of anxiety a little bit nervous but i know on stage it's it's all natural up there yeah hand me a guitar i'll entertain you guys do your thing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. musical wallpaper is as, uh, as i like to put it <laughs> musical wallpaper <laughs> that's good yeah and i kind of feel the same way about stuff um i don't know pretty good with crowds and just talking and i really i really like genuinely care and like to get to know people um i just i just like people so yeah naturally yeah i think it's performing a huge part is, of it and yeah yeah, yeah. performing if you can connect huge yeah yeah that's what i love doing just connecting with people so that's amazing and you've had a lot of um good connections have you had people reaching out with the music you've been putting out and, and anything like that uh like any fun stories with someone connecting to your lyrics or to the music anything along those lines yeah yeah i had um, a lady that really liked my music when she reached out to me to write a song for her she just kind of like had some words and then i made a song for her and she really loved it so that was cool nice what was Things it called like that. <laughs> was there a title Ooh, sea, of, sea of sharks yeah it's on Ooh. youtube actually oh okay well shout out to mm -hmm. sea of sharks you can go check Try that out on the youtube yeah i, I, I like I actually liked her lyrics it's like i'm trying to see a shark they're out for blood, they're out for blood, but now I'm not blood. And it's just like kind of like minor chord kind of, it's good. It's good. Like, song, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I'm assuming it's about uh, heartbreak or, you know, um, people being two-faced, uh, something like that. We see a sharks being the, being the name of it. Yeah, I think it's about like being out in the world and uh, just kind of how difficult it can be sometimes. 
Um, and then like the last chorus is just about like overcoming that. So, right. And now do you find that you pull a lot of your, your lyrics, uh, or your music from personal experiences? Uh, or is it something that's like, you like to tell a story or, or how does that come about for you? Yeah, I really try to tell a story through my lyrics. Um, it's all personal. It's all personal experience, except for unless like someone has a, someone else has an experience that I connect with and then um I'll just kind of write about the situation so yeah yeah, it it definitely comes from personal experience 100% and I feel like it's like a lot more genuine and people can connect with it and yeah yeah it seems to be like um I know for myself there was a long time where it was like I only write about my personal experience and now Mm -hmm. I can kind of break off a little bit and, and put myself in, in different scenarios or at least tell a story but it's so important to have that authenticity um to put the music across and to make it believable so that uh, you know so that people connect with it yeah i feel like i'm like really empathetic so i can really put myself into people's shoes from there and then just kind of like put myself in like that mindset of of that feeling or the emotion that comes out of a situation and then from there definitely writing a story from it oh that's awesome yeah no it's uh uh, songwriting is is such a in an intricate and self-reflective thing but uh it's so rewarding when you can you know put it all out there and put it to put it to the universe and 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 have people enjoy it yeah i was like talking with um my my boyfriend earlier about that and kind of just like who do you write the song for do you write like what audience do you write the song for um and and it's kind of like well i like i write it for like myself and then other people kind of enjoy it too so right uh, sorry, did you do something different with your microphone there? I just you sound a little more quiet. Oh, yeah, it must have came unplugged. One second. No problem. Where did I go? Okay. Is that better? There we go. Yeah. Now I got you back. Sorry about that. No, yeah, no problem at all. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of like writing songs for uh just like myself i don't really think about my audience too much because i just feel like people really connect to a story yeah and definitely it's uh and if you're experience. if you're gonna hate it like the other thing too i found is like if you hate playing it or if you didn't write it um you know if it wasn't something you could connect with it's it's so hard to to get into, into that <laughs> moment on stage right or yeah 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 totally like wow i hate i hate this song now i have to play it over and over at my shows it's like <laughs> yeah, i have to does. like the song to play it so i've written a few lately that i really like and yeah. i'm excited to kind of play them around that's awesome i've been trying to find a personal balance myself with knowing who my audience is or trying to pinpoint the audience that i'm yeah. trying to write to while also making sure that i'm in it i'm interested and it's something i really appreciate and enjoy and so it's it's like knowing knowing the audience is one thing because then i can kind of cater to them but at the same time like 
I'm part of the audience. So I got to mm-hmm. keep myself in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not like, I'm not thinking of other people, but well, that's not really how I write songs. I write it from the feeling and then it just comes out. I'm like, Oh, I like that. Right. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, uh, in the studio and everything like that, you've got, do you just have session guys come in? Um, I know I was Adam Terrio on some of your stuff. Shout out to Adam. Um, who comes in and does a lot of the music for you? For you? Yeah. So I was working with Adam uh, Andrew Phillips for a bit and at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now um, I want my, my band that's with me to, to do that. So Matt Goody oh, nice. mm-hmm. and Tyler Martin. Cool. Yeah. Tyler's um, awesome. Tyler's fantastic. So he's been arranging a lot of my songs. Like I'll take him my song. He's like, Oh, and put like some dynamics and stuff in it and make it like put some like really juicy chords in there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Oh, like my song moonlight that I played on Friday. Um, I took it to him and he's like, Oh, you just need to like use this a minor and change this around a bit. And and then from there, um, it comes out with a kick-ass song. Yeah. Kick-ass song. So. That's great. I'm excited for that. And then shout out to my other bandmate, Brayden. Beautiful. And then you've been doing, so you have been acting on the side, I believe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Now, is that through Treblecock or is that something that no. you've kind of been doing on the side or yeah, how does that yeah. go? Yeah, so I um, got together with a group from the Cord Lakes Film Industry Facebook group. And so um, Katisha Shaw, she started a production company um, and then together, like we're all a bunch of just like a bunch of friends and filmmakers, um, and we get together and do some cool projects. So this weekend we're shooting a short horror film, which is going to be cool. Uh, I'm one of the leads in, like principal, well, I guess supporting female role. And then um, I just got casted in a horror musical film short film that david from travel cog wrote him and his partner deanna mm-hmm. so we're gonna track the songs so it's kind of gonna kind of be like a long music video oh interesting so like yeah a few different songs or just one kind of like it's broken three, up song. Uh, is it five songs i think it's five songs mm-hmm. and then one one of the songs that i sing wine and rage is in it so and it just kind of follows the story and then like, yeah is it be it's... acting in between or is it all just gonna yeah. be a music video yeah okay yeah it's gonna be like acting in between so um i play there's it's like a couple and i play uh the female lead and it's kind of about just this couple that has isn't having the best time i my character is very mean towards <laughs> towards the gentleman and then uh he kind of gets sick of sick of it and yeah i just have to watch to find out yeah. what the end is well, I'll be interested i, I come back to life i come back to life a few times that's the foreshadowing oh okay all right <laughs> i'm like a zombie it's gonna be so much fun i'll say that'll be a ton of fun for you so like yeah like i'm assuming they'll be doing like full makeup full zombie makeup you yeah like special effects makeup yeah from uh Rhonda. so she's she works with us a lot yeah i was gonna say and you guys do a lot of your like your own music videos too right the ones that that you've released uh yes the ones that i've released um jamie oxenham who is essentially just like videographer Mm -hmm. um and he has his own production company 
uh, he is just one of the best filmmakers I think I've ever met. And um, he's he's filming all these projects actually that I'm involved with. So it's just a bunch of friends, really talented friends coming together and doing cool stuff. Honestly, I think that's like so key nowadays. Like I know I have yeah. my little circle that is if you have talented, good people in your corner that mm -hmm. can team up with you, um, put out great content, and you know you can kind of hold each other up and yeah. and keep each other accountable and and help each other out it makes all the difference in the world in this like climate i think covid kind of showed us that too because we can make you can make this content outside of a city center like you don't need to be you know in toronto la new york something like that vancouver to to still do interesting and fun um, music and, and movies and videos and all that kind of stuff exactly yeah nice. so it's just it's so cool it's so cool seeing everybody's talent and it coming it kind of like coming together and yeah just, yeah, it just keeps going i couldn't have asked for anything more <laughs> <laughs> so what uh i asked this to, to all my guests um what is the most emotionally um driven like what is the song that that means the most to you emotionally or that like turns or flips a switch one way or another it doesn't have to be necessarily a favorite song but like what one just kind of strikes deep and hits you any song any song oh i know it's a hard question it's it's a rough uh, one <laughs> uh two that come to mind are um my sweet lord from um george harrison okay yeah just like that's one of my favorite songs what is it about that one like what what gets you i don't know the chord progression the, the guitar just he's like my favorite beetle so i love the <laughs> all around it just, just like a chill tunes, song eh? and just kind of like gets you going and like whatever whatever that means to you right i'm not yeah. a religious person no definitely uh, it, it kind of really, makes but, you know gives um, you goosebumps it gets you you know just it just kind of it, it strikes a chord and yeah and that one in like you are the best thing um by ray la montaigne oh yeah that's a great tune yeah that one's like just like my hype up song i love horns right i want to do some yeah. I want to do a few tunes with some horns. That's yeah. like my next goal. I want to do like a funk song. Oh, amazing. That would be a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't now, know how I would perform that on stage, but I want to do a funk song with horns, I mean, whatever. Just, just get a horn section to come and play with you for, for a song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now you, you just bought a guitar, I believe, fairly recently. Um, yeah. That I think, did you say you got, sponsored by them as well or something like that tell me the story behind that one well that's a cool story too <laughs> so um my grandma passed away in october last october and um she kind of left me 500 bucks mm -hmm. and i really wanted to put it towards music but i was like i want to like and kind of invest it in a way that i'm just always going to remember her by right. and so uh i went to long McQuaid and i saw it there on the guitar wall up this was back in March, I think, February, March. And I looked up and I didn't really see anything. And I looked up again and I saw this guitar and I was like, that, 
that is the guitar and I'm, I'm looking for we have to play it right it's it can be look it can look a certain way we have to see how it sounds so I, I played it and it was just stunningly beautiful so then I named the guitar Evelyn after my grandma um, and then I kind of, I sent that I sent them a, I sent Godin a video of me playing and telling that story and then um I just they have like a sponsorship thing on their website like if like apply whatever right and and they were like oh yeah we don't get back to everybody but just like submit and let us know well they like got back to me within like two hours oh amazing it was crazy and they were like yeah we'd love we'd love for you to um be aboard and here's kind of all the rules and regulations and blah 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 so that was so cool so yeah now i'm sponsored by godin that's awesome any like interesting strange weird uh regulations that you have to follow no no it's just more like about tagging them in social media and putting some stuff on your website and then they they kind of give you give you some discounts and stuff no that's awesome yeah it's super cool (laughs) super rad i wasn't expecting it but you never know unless you try right no definitely you got to just kind of put stuff out there and you know you, yeah. might, you might have 100 emails and but if one answers then that's you know it's more than you had before right that's that's this industry mm-hmm. all right SJ, sure. well let everybody know what your socials are and everything like that where they can find yeah. your music and uh Sweet. yeah go for it all right so uh you can find me on social media at S-J-R-I-L-E-Y music, S-J Riley music, um, www.sjreilymusic.com. And yeah, you can find me on Facebook at S-J Riley music official. Official, official. Beautiful. Well, thank you, S-J. I won't keep any more of your time. I appreciate you coming on and chatting with me and uh, we'll definitely talk soon. Thanks so much, Ty. I had a lot of fun. All right. Thank you. All right, that's it. That's the podcast. I appreciate you listening today. If you could please do me one more favor, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and write me a review or subscribe to the podcast there. It is so much appreciated and it helps me out tremendously. You can also check out all of my socials at Ty Wilson Music. That's Insta, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you'd like. Thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of Ty Wilson Talks.